the UNESCO Biosphere B Community Picnic. Now, you might have heard of it, you'll have heard of a picnic, you might have heard of the biosphere, you've definitely heard of bees. Well, we're going to have a chat around the table about the whole concept here today and the various aspects of what it all means. Um, I suppose we'd better start off by saying, what do we mean by biosphere? Because a lot of people talk about the biosphere, it's sort of, uh, it's bandied around quite a bit. But what do we need by biosphere, Bridget? Um, so the Isle of Man is an, a biosphere reserve. It's the first and only entire nation to have that accolade. And biosphere reserves globally have three major functions, which are conservation, learning and sustainable development. Local biosphere reserves are basically tasked with creating their own strategies, their own management plan. And Biosphere Isle of Man is managed in a holistic way. We've released our vision and strategy for the next five years that focus on the five E's, which are economy, enjoyment, education, environment and engagement. And this project is basically a really nice one because it hits all of those E's um, in different ways. So, yeah, it's a very, very biosphere project in, in the holistic management sense. OK, so we're talking, there's your idea of what the biosphere is. So what about this concept of the picnic? How did this come about? Uh, Muriel uh, Garland, I believe this was one of your ideas. <laughs> yes, I'm the guilty party. <laughs> um, I, it originated from the Eden Project in, in Cornwall, which people know about. Um, and they have a what they call the big lunch. And the idea is that people in, in any situation can get together and have um, have a picnic or a street party or get, get together for, for lunch. Uh, and it's to encourage people to interact with, with the environment, to meet their neighbours um, and sort of foster community. So the idea was to sort of copy that idea on a local basis on I the island? I just took that, took that idea and I thought it, it could work for Biosphere Isle of Man. How did this concept sort of come into, into reality? Because these things don't happen overnight. Um, yeah, so I joined the project last year and of course Muriel sits on our stakeholder partnership group and she'd proposed the idea mm -hmm. back in 2019 before I started and then of course we were all hit with COVID. Um, so when I joined it was a case of we were coming out of COVID again and it, it kind of applied even more so because we were kind of reconnecting communities, social isolation had become a bigger kind of problem and of course supporting local business is more important than ever. And so we decided it's time to get this out there um, and we've basically worked up a digital package. So when you sign on to do a Biosphere B, anyone can do it. We've got at the minute 22 registrations and you receive a full digital package, including all of our logos. You get invitations, posters to fill out. You can invite whoever you want or make it a public affair. And we have a full guidance pack surrounding sustainability, local food and drink and Basically, we're happy to answer any questions anybody has in terms of if they've got, you know, queries around the organisation or setup of the picnic. But it's kind of just a way to get people to be able to do their own thing. So where did the B part come into it? Was that you, Muriel, or did that come from someone else? Because um, I take it's I, that dual purpose. I do remember that up at the hospital there was the Thai B, um, which I used to wonder what it meant. A new Thai was house. Uh, and B is the Manx for food, apparently. Uh, so there was a nice tie in there with the um, with the bees as well. <laughs> exactly, it has that sort of dual meaning. Because <laughs> yes, the first yes. time I saw it, I thought, oh, bee, as mm. bee, mm. but it's, yeah. And mm. it, it does have that dual meaning, so bees, which yes. obviously very important for the environment, as we know. Uh, and then bee, the Manx word for food, food as well. As well. Fits in, it fits also in pretty nicely. It's a gathering of people too, really? so it's kind mm. of like a, a three three meaning thing. So And mm. we went for the bee icon just because it was 
quite a happy, friendly bee. So it's kind of, hopefully people, I mean, people did think it was a beekeeping event, but I think it's, the message has gone out there now that it's uh, a bit more than that. So, And Claire, how, how important do you think concepts like this are for the department and for engaging people with what we've got here on the island? I just think anything where it brings things to life is just so positive. Um, and especially the fact that it's got those other tangible benefits as well around encouraging people to explore local produce and really see what's available. Um, and, and also make sure that they're keeping their, their footprint low, getting out into the environment and, and enjoying that. And then also well-being benefits that come from spending time out in our countryside. And we've got such a rich countryside here on the Isle of Man. Um, and I think it's one of those things where sometimes having a, an event, you sort of think, actually, let's, let's do something here. And it forces you to go and appreciate those things that sometimes I think we do take for granted. It's true. I think that is very true. So how is it going to work then? We all know, you know, we all know how to have a picnic. We used to have Manx picnics uh, when I was a kid where everyone would sit in the car and pass pork pies and things around and such like, and we'd, we'd go out and do it regardless in any case. But how is this going to work then? So we've, we've got this concept, we've got the idea out there, we're trying to encourage people to come out and embrace this idea of having picnics out in the community, sustainable picnics, engaging with local foods, engaging with our environment. What are people going to do? I mean, at the moment, we've got a really nice kind of breadth of picnics and it's exactly what we want to see. We've got schools, we've got churches, we've got uh, scouts groups, we've got beekeepers. Um, you know, we've kind of got all the sectors that we were, ho- and just general neighbourhoods and friends and families. Um, the picnic is kind of encouraged to be held through April to September, just to kind of capture the weather. Um, and it's a case of basically working up whatever you want it to be, whether you want it to be a creative thing. I mean, we've given a lot of guidance around how you can make some nice art in nature from what you find, uh, whether it's a you know, to, to meet new people and the organisers of the picnic, they will have all of the kind of resources there to plan it and work it up and get the message out to whoever they want to invite. And yes, like I say, over the next few months, we've, we're hopefully going to get a few more registrations come through. Uh, we're going to organise our own at DEFA throughout the summer months. Um, and yeah, it, it's all really in the resource package that you get online. And we're hoping, again, that this will kind of continue into the following years and it'll just really support the, uh, the local food and drink scene as well. The good thing is the flexibility of it. The, the, the big lunch from the Eden Project was like the first weekend in June, so it's like a fixed uh, time. But w- with ours, you've got that flexibility to do it whenever it suits you and to have it of the size that you, you want. It can be small or large. You can have bunting or, and music or whatever you want to have. Anything goes. Yes. Anything goes. <laughs> You can't have a picnic without food, and this is bringing this whole element again of celebrating and I think and enjoying our breadth of Manx food. Adrian, tell us a little bit more about the actual sort of food market here then, because it's boomed over, I think, in recent years. We seem to have more artisan producers and a greater breadth of uh, food offerings and drink offerings on the Alaman than ever before. Yeah, um, I mean, that's part of our role. So, um, Alaman Food and Drink is, is the Alaman's uh, food and drink uh, sector brand. So we promote uh, and work with businesses across the island. Um, the Biosphere B, B Picnic is a great opportunity, I think, to uh, to engage with uh, with local producers. Um, if you're not sure where to get it from, um, uh, I think most of the uh, local retailers uh, now are now stocking. We've worked really hard to make sure we've got uh, local produce in as many shops as possible. But then on our website, uh, Isleman Food and Drink. Um, you can uh, look at the directory and find businesses uh, right across the Isle of Man uh, that, that produce things. So you can either buy them from the shop 
or you can um, uh, generally uh, approach the businesses directly. So, not really any excuse not to not, yeah. not to have local produce in, in your in your in your picnic. Yeah. And important for you, Sarah, from the, from the farmer's point of view, to actually have people engaging with local foods and thinking about perhaps where their food comes from, the provenance of the whole thing? Yeah, I think it's, it's really good. Um, the combination has just been talked about of um, using as much local produce as possible, um, but doing it in a very local environment, so getting out there into the countryside. Um, and one idea we had um, that, that we'd still be happy to put forward is... Um, people could communicate with us for a location. Um, you know, a few farms have said they'd be more than happy to accommodate a picnic as well. Yeah. And what would be really nice about that is it ties ties it all together again with local produce. So, yeah. And yeah. how would people do that? If they, it sounds a great idea, but how would people actually do that? Um, they can communicate with us at the union. Um, we've got a list of farms that are happy to engage in these projects or have kind of got the facilities to be able to do it really because that's what we need um, and there are a few farms that have set up I mean they can accommodate certainly they can accommodate schools um, and a lot more of them are engaging in that at the moment especially with the AES scheme um, that they're kind of the agri-environment scheme they're kind of becoming more and more interested in engaging with schools and local groups to create more of this um, kind of like the whole the whole story of food so that you've got your end product, but you also know where your food's coming from. So that's yeah. really important, and that's something that we're trying to get across. And I think people well. are more and more interested in that now, aren't they? Where you, you know the provenance of food. I think 30, 40 years ago, people didn't really give a yeah. monkey's it seemed to me, but yeah, well, now people want to know. We've got a, you know, we've got quite a story to tell here. I mean, our food story is is quite an impressive one, yeah. you know, and it's just making sure that people really do get to see that. Um, that can make all the difference. I think it's probably gone full circle because, you know, if you look back 100 years, everyone knew their food came locally. Uh, and then as things moved further away, people started to take for granted and I think thought less about it because it was more about the convenience. Um, and as we've seen with some of the geopolitical situations, certainly now uh, you know, with the war in Ukraine um, and equally through COVID, people are starting to think, actually, the, the food that's going to be here when times are troubled is the local food. And so it's really important we support that all the time, not just at those difficult times, because otherwise when we do need it, it's not there. Um, and especially when we're thinking about climate change and food miles, I think there's just so many reasons to, to shop local. And we've got such an abundance of brilliant quality food on the Isle of Man. And our farmers are out there working 365 or 366 days sometimes, <laughs> some years, um, you know, producing this food. Our fishermen are going out, uh, you know, to bring these bring these items back to our shores. Um, and for me, it's absolutely you know, brilliant when we can use it here rather than seeing it then just packaged up and sent off for other people to enjoy. Um, so I think anything we can do to promote that, you know, actually enjoying that local food and the taste is just so different. It's got such rich taste that you just don't get when you're buying stuff that's flown around the world. That's that's what I was going to say, actually. It's it, it, it's not really a hard sell when you look at the actual products that you've got here, what does get produced here. I mean, the quality is exceptional. So that does actually make its story easier to sell. You know, that um, I think because our... Our welfare standards are so high, the quality of the produce is so high, the, our environmental credibility is so high already that um, I think just, you know, connecting up with people more on those stories is really important and I think this is a great way of doing it.
Yeah, and you find in that, Adrian, you think when it comes to sort of marketing Manx foods, is this something that people do buy into now more? Oh, very much so, and uh, most of our businesses have been had a very difficult few years, of course, as most businesses uh, have around the world. But, uh, yeah, um, the local uh, community are really connecting with it, I think. Uh, I think seasonality is something that people just need to consider as well. So um, buying strawberries in December, clearly not going to be um, going to be a local product, but... Uh, you can buy local strawberries, so you know, uh, and they're readily available uh, whilst they're in season. So I think when you're thinking about being sustainable, um, there are very simple things that you can do to um, to reduce your own carbon footprint. One of those things is to buy local produce and seek out seasonal uh, produce uh, throughout the year, as we used to do once upon a time. We've been <laughs> we kind didn't, of, yeah. I guess, yeah. spoiled by the supermarket, so we'll fly things in. Uh, from all around the world any time of year but um, if we really really uh, want want to make a difference then thinking about where our food comes from uh, and and what's uh, what's available at, at, at in the different seasons of the year is super important and just to add to that seasonal aspect I, I think through the pandemic with the I mean the difficulty with you know queuing in supermarkets and social distancing I certainly started to grow a lot more of my own food at home and um, I think that's just a nice little thing that a lot more people are starting to, you know, just growing herbs on windowsills or, you know, some some veg in, in a planter out the back sort of thing. And it just means that you can learn a lot more about food and, and, um, and, and appreciate it a little bit more too. And it's a, it's a big thing of pride for me when I, like, harvest my veggies and things like that. You know, it's like you, you feel so proud. And, yeah, it's just a really nice thing to do. And in, I a think weird, in a weird way, lockdown has actually helped people to mm-hmm. understand yeah. that more. Yeah, it's forced yeah, people yeah, yeah. to look more, more locally about what they can source locally and, and what they could have delivered and... And it's and it's created opportunity for businesses as well to diversify into into other products. So whilst it's been terrible, um, it's actually been uh, I, I, it's probably helped the the movement as a whole. Yeah, I think it's true. You know, every cloud has a silver lining, and, and not decrying obviously the terrible time so many businesses and families have had throughout lockdown and COVID. There have been elements like this where people have appreciated their environment more. They've appreciated their localities more. They've appreciated, you know, going out, having a walk in the country, swimming in the sea, uh, and perhaps local foods and, as like you say, growing veggies and all like it has had that sort of knock-on effect. Now, you mentioned, Sarah, um, going out to farms, and maybe you can have your bee picnic anywhere, really. You can have a street party, you can have it uh, in the country. If, if people are out in the countryside and just thinking about, you know, health and safety and, and working actually in the environment, are people OK generally if they're going out into farms, going out in the country and actually, you know, taking their litter with them, following the country code, closing gates or whatever? Is that is that still a concern for people or for the farming community? Yeah, absolutely. That that leads me on to something else, actually, <laughs> quite conveniently. Um, yeah, we've just uh, produced a, a booklet, a little um, storybook for kids, um, that we want to put out to primary schools uh, where we as the union want to do visits into schools um, with our book about the countryside code and it's just a little few guidelines for um, kids when they're out with their families um, and we're hoping that that will lead on um, to us doing a little more work around sort of reinforcing the countryside code specifically for the Isle of Man I mean the rules are still the same but we just want to make people identify it with the Isle of Man a little bit more. Um, so we've got, yeah, it is another story, this one, but um, <laughs> we based it on um, uh, Paul Acrea from Local Farm. Um, had two, um, t- two animals, she had a calf and a lamb. Um, and it was her idea to sort of base the Countryside Code story around these two characters. Oh, nice. um, 
So that that's what we've done. But they are actual characters in existence, and they're called Jelly and Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And they're brilliant. They're absolutely brilliant. We took them to the Food and Drink Festival last year, and uh, they were a big hit. So they'll be coming with us on school visits as well. And just, just just to add to that, um, of course, I mean, without sounding like the fun police in in the kind of you know sustainability package that that we have worked up, I mean, it's it's common sense more than anything, and, and I and I completely trust that you know our picnic holders are going to be um, on their best behaviour. But it's we have kind of detailed like please 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 don't bring single use plastic straws or cups or anything that's completely unnecessary in that respect. When you can bring reusable items, um, I mean, you can get reusable everything now, and picnic baskets are obviously not a thing of the past so I mean it's just a case of take all of your litter back with you recycle everything that you can and of course there's not a huge amount of bins across the countryside and that's why it's important to factor that in and to to make sure you kind of leave it as you as you found it or if not better and there's some guidance in there too about how to make you know little little things in nature to be able to add to that to that environment so yeah we 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 obviously just want the most important thing is for people to enjoy themselves and have fun so um we don't want lots and lots of rules but we we obviously need people to appreciate the environment i think one of them might be um avoid um disposable barbecues yeah yeah that's an important point and and one that comes back to us quite a lot at the farmers union is leave a gate as you found it Mm -hmm. don't necessarily shut every single gate but just leave it as you found it because it's probably if it's open it should be open for a reason yeah and again at any point if anyone has questions or you know if they're a little bit oh i don't know if i should be here or be there again it's all in the guidance pack but we do encourage people to you know connect with landowners if if it's a a private area of land to make sure that they're okay to be there but we're always at the end of biosphere at gov.im for any kind of guidance or questions to be answered and it's an interesting, you, you sort of read my mind there talking about the picnics, and I think in a way we've sort of gone back a bit, haven't we? Because when I was a kid going out, I don't remember actually having the hamper. I don't think we were that posh. But we'd have, you know, shopping bags or something that we'd bring out, and you'd have your flasks, and then you'd bring, like as you brought today, you brought your own mug. We'd have these sort of mugs which would be used again and again and again and again. They were sort of, you know, unbreakable ones. I think they were plastic, but they'd last for 30 years or more. You know, you'd use them forever. Um, and they were sort of, and then you'd have, you'd bring things in bags and whatever, and it wasn't all sort of instant stuff that was thrown out and that's the slight problem now isn't it people sort of go to supermarkets or whatever and just get things in it's all ready but it's all you know plastic a plastic tray a plastic or whatever it's so nice if you're doing this i think to really think about right how can we do it in a way that we're, we're actually not going to be chucking a whole bin full of plastic afterwards we can have our meal have great fun take it back wash up and do it again absolutely and i say it all the time but it's a very new thing is this throwing throwing everything away so it is just a mindset thing and we can all quite easily get into that mindset i think and a lot of us most of us are um and yeah just like you say it's just very important to to, to think about these things you think the mindset is changing muriel on this when it comes to, to plastics are we getting better is it a bit of an uphill battle it is a battle yes yes are we taking on more? Are people taking on board more? I think now than they were ten, twenty years um, ago. Yes, but I think progress on the island here is is slow. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Just laziness, well, or? Uh, <laughs> I'm tempted to say we need a bit of um, sort of direction from the top, and you know more facilities for recycling. Okay. Mm. Now, of course, it's it's about the food, it's about the environment, it's actually getting out there. You, you can theme your parties as well, so you can sort of, your parties, your picnics, so you can give them, uh, I was looking at some of the ideas, uh, you know, you can sort of have a, a food-themed one, or you can take, I quite like the idea of one maybe going out, and again, this is getting back to engaging with the environment, going out and having your picnic, but maybe 
trying to see while you're there possibly how many different species of bird you can see or something like that. That's quite a good idea, I think, to to engage with that one. Is that a, does anyone like to pick up on that one? Yeah, I mean, from a biodiversity point of view, um, we are, again, it's something that everyone loves animals. Uh, I don't think there's anyone out there who can say they don't like wildlife or nature. I think it's just really important to kind of get out there and perhaps a lot of people might not actually know a great deal about our local biodiversity and I think educating yourself and being able to spot the different animals and be able to kind of recognize a certain bird's call or something like that it, it's, it's little things that I think really add to, to your well-being and you know things that are free things that are just there and they're free and they're beautiful and you know it's it's all very, you know, it's all there on our doorstep. We don't have to travel great distances at all. You know, most of us were within 10 minutes or of a beach or a glen or just a, a green space. And um, we have a, an amazing, amazing selection of wildlife here. And again, all through DEFA's website, you know, you can look at the biodiversity strategy and we're trying really, really hard to kind of encourage more people to engage with, with, with nature and biodiversity. And, and, you know, a lot of people are now creating bird boxes and we've got bat, bat, bat boxes, boxes yeah, yeah. there's just so much going on and so many little little kind of triumphs around the island I would say um, and yeah I mean I'm obsessed with wildlife but I think that more and more people are kind of getting to know I mean even yesterday I was in Peel and there's just dolphins you know jumping mm. in the background and it's just such a beautiful place to see all this stuff so I think it's another and in the artistic world people are so inspired by our biodiversity and you know you could go out with mm. a pen and paper and sketch some birds or flowers or whatever you mm. want really and you mentioned the, the diversity there. The one thing, a little thing that caught my eye, bearing in mind it is the bee community picnic. Bees and, of course, honey. A lot of people like like honey on, you know, honey sandwiches, honey and whatever, honey in their drinks. An interesting little note, I think, in one of the sort of health and safety aspects, which had never struck me before, say, if you're going out and you're taking your honey with you, don't leave the jar open. Yes, that is quite an important one, actually, because swarms of bees will be attracted to honey. Um, and so, yeah, keep the lids on because it can actually be dangerous to the swarm if it's not their own honey. Mm. Um, so that is quite an important one to bear in mind. And obviously, you know, it's it, it's quite a danger as well if you're going to have swarming bees too. So just tr- try and keep the lids on at all times. <laughs> and please use local honey too. No shortage of good local honey to be found on the Isle of Man, it has to be said. Mm-hmm. People are going out, so they're having their picnics again. So we're, we're sort of sharing the ideas to share these these picnics on social media. This is the thing so people can actually see what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, it's obviously up to the organisers, but we'd love to see the pictures going out. And we've got our kind of hashtags on social media, hashtag Biosphere B, and I'll try and make it to any that I can. I think that I think Manx Utilities are doing one over the weekend for staff and families at one of the reservoirs. So I'm going to try and make them, but I can't obviously guarantee I can make all of them. I mean, I'd love to get paid for going to picnics all the time, but (laughs) (laughs) probably my manager might have something to say if I uh, was just gallivanting off to all these things. But yeah, please do share and and show us what you're up to. And most importantly, golf solidly, have fun. You know, it's it's all about having fun and and engaging with, with people and nature. And I think this is part of it do have fun, do get out there, do things which are sustainable and obviously responsible when you're out in the countryside. Uh, coming back to you for a second, Claire, I know you've come from a, a nursing background and the whole point of this, to a large degree, or at least part of the point of this, again, is this idea of engaging with communities, engaging with uh, your environment. Uh, and it, it, I think it's proven beyond uh, beyond a doubt now that if you're actually part of a, part of a community, part of an environment, and you're actually celebrating 
sort of the green spaces that you actually have around you, this is just really beneficial for mental health. We, we talked about taking photographs of the picnic, but I mean, I would say take, take a camera maybe rather than a phone. <laughs> Go there and really appreciate the environment you're in and really, really look because I think sometimes we do, we walk, you know, I said before, we do take some of the stuff for granted. You know, we're always rushing from one place to another and we've got these beautiful landscapes to look at and enjoy and the people we're going there with as well. So I think take the opportunity to talk to people, take the opportunity sometimes to just sit and just be in the moment um, but I think this gives that opportunity you know, for people to do that and, and to enjoy that time, as you say, as a community um, around local Manx produce and really celebrate what we have. So there, there's just so many different benefits, to my mind, of this project, which is why I think it's so exciting. And I think also as well as, as, well as the celebration of the food, celebrating the environment, as you mentioned, the word there, communities, and the Isle of Man as a whole is a community and quite small in a global scale, I suppose, but within our own local community of 85, 86,000 people here, there's a whole load of little communities. And I think part of the concept of this is maybe try and bring some of those together. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. You know, it's often the case, isn't it? You, again, you, you don't always spend time with those people who, who are near to you. But you know, as as Brisha said, you can do this whether it be with a youth group, whether it be with you know your extended family, whether you look at uh, through one of your other organisations people might be involved in, or whether it be the school. Um, you know, and we would hope if someone goes to a biosphere bee picnic, they might then take that away and organise one with something else. And having that longer period of time over the whole summer, I think, allows for some of that. But equally, if people have a picnic and they're enjoying some of these things and they haven't arranged it formally you know I think we'd all say don't don't worry though still tag it you know and be part of it and maybe uh, maybe organize another one um, you know I think the the summer on the Isle of Man despite the the weather sometimes putting paid uh, paid to things um, is is still a great time to go out and enjoy the environment and I think as you said Howard sometimes you do end up sort of sitting in the car with the kids and I've done yep. it myself you know and that's just life and I remember doing it when I was a little girl as well nothing's changed but you can still have an absolutely fabulous day you know parked up out looking out over the the seascapes of the Isle of Man um, watching the birds fly by and you can do that in the car as well so I think don't be put off if the weather you know, weather doesn't play quite the right way I think don't be downheartened I think that's all part of the you know, that's, that's all part of our island and I think sometimes we just have to celebrate whatever the weather absolutely the Manx picnic I used to call it when you were sitting in the <laughs> yeah. car or, or two cars you know, we had a whole case, we have two cars really close together passing stuff between we've all been there that was the Manx yeah the Manx picnic or Glenmore or somewhere like that it's wonderful it's a terrific idea and you were mentioning there I mean it is still the island is still a very rural environment in many ways uh, and I think well you only have to look at some of that the farmers constantly realize that sometimes you think you forget we're a farming community and then you sort of see some of these things you realize how big the farming community how important it still is on the Isle of Man I suppose it's again it's this whole idea of people are getting out and thinking more about their environment the more people are out there the more people are going to appreciate it Sarah and, and maybe realize what we've got and and perhaps also think about the fact that an awful lot of our land you know is managed is looked after by the farming community yeah i i think that it's a really good thing um especially as we're kind of trying to come out of this past couple of years where we have all been locked down and isolated from each other and our lives have been lived a little bit virtually um i know the farming community are really keen to reconnect with the rest of the community in the island and um it's really lovely where that's happening. It's it's working really well. So absolutely, yeah, we everybody should be able to responsibly enjoy what a beautiful environment we've got. And uh, Adrian, just thinking again, when it comes to sort of new foods 
and we have seen this real boom in, in sort of foods on the Isle of Man. Is it sort of, I say the chicken before the egg, but uh, if you'll excuse the slight pun again, is it sort of farmers who've come up with an idea and say, I'm thinking of doing whatever it might be in this product, or is it the other way around sometimes that we're thinking about where we could we could get this product or we could we would benefit from having this product on the Isle of Man and doing it locally and then approaching the farming community? I think it's a bit of both. I was going to say, system, bit of custom both, yeah. And, uh, and I'm, I'm keen, and I've spoken about this quite a lot, which it's actually, it's customer demand. So um, you need need to make it known that this is something that you want. Um, uh, producers have uh, diversified uh, very well over the last few years with the challenges they've got. But if it's something that you think that you want, then you can speak to me or you can speak to uh, another producer who's in that field, whether it be a drink or whether it be a baked good or whether it be meat or uh, ask we're very good now at the moment in, in producing products which are not from the Isle of Man or even from the British Isles. So we're getting ranges of uh, South African uh, delicacies which, which locals wouldn't necessarily know. But we're now getting the opportunity to try products that are produced here using local ingredients but based on another country's uh, product as well. So I think we're, we're getting a real, uh, a real melting pot now uh, uh, of interesting local food. But again, that's, it's demand-led. So please buy the products when you see them. Please look for them. Look for the provenance label as well. Um, we, we issue a provenance label to businesses who can prove that their product is made either 100% from a local uh, produce, then it's a product of Isle of Man. Uh, and if it's a product that uses products that aren't made or grown or uh, produced in the Isle of Man, then it can be a made in. But you can be assured if you see those uh, labels on the product that it genuinely is a uh, a locally produced or made a made product with passion and love and uh, and, and and you know how would you've met a lot of our producers around the Isle of Man very very passionate about what they oh, do absolutely. but if yeah. it's something you think a producer uh, uh, could do that, that would be very very popular hey please tell them totally. yeah. that really plays into local economy as well though doesn't it you know that's like uh, if people are if people are seeking out local produce here and, and local producers and processors, if they're seeking those products out, that's um, having such a beneficial effect on our whole economy. It's not just farmers; it's all those peripheral businesses around farms. Um, it's all those um, small, um, like food producers and and processors, um, the people who've created their own small business. You know, it's I mean the knock-on effect of, of buying local produce is is brilliant for an island. Yeah, and I think not just having that finished finished product too. I mean, we have mm. we have oil, we have mm. sea salt, we, you know, we have things that you can bake and cook mm. with. That is also from the Isle of Man. So I think it just I think it's brilliant. It's a terrific concept. Uh, hopefully, lots of people are going to engage with it. As we've been giving you a flavour of it here, it can be any size, it can be anywhere within reason. Uh, you can have whatever you like as long as you keep it local. Uh, and again, that other important aspect, I think, to go out with it, try not to, well, try to think about going out and, yeah, bringing your own plates you can reuse, bringing your own mugs, having foods which you've prepared at home, so you eat the foods, take back any food you haven't eaten, finish it off for supper or for breakfast the next day, as I do, uh, and, you know, keep it keep it sustainable so you're not going to leave, not going to leave your mark wherever you've been, you leave the place as it was when you got there. Uh, I did see a suggestion somewhere you can actually go to Defa headquarters uh, and possibly, because they've got lovely grounds down there. Absolutely, we've got, not only have we got the Slough Wally and Glen, we've got the Gare and the Cloy, the Gardens of Play and all of the species of trees and it's 
beautiful out there. We've got amazing birds. There's tree creepers and all sorts. I get excited every time I see one. And yeah, definitely head out to Deffa Grounds. It's amazing. So who's going to have a picnic? Anyone around the table thinking of thinking of having a picnic of their own? But I've got a number of different organisations I'm involved with that I really fancy doing picnics with. Um, Although my husband will be like, Claire, you just can't take anything else on. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, you know, I, I, I've been involved with the Beavers, um, Isle of Pride as well. And I just think actually there's such synergies between these organisations and just that idea of getting people together, getting out and really celebrating everything that it means to be Manx. I think that's, you know, we're, we're here on this beautiful island with such rich resources in terms of our landscapes, in terms of our uh, local produce and in terms of our community and I think this brings all those things together so I'm really hoping that uh, yeah, we, we can put uh, a couple of events on. Terrific. Adrian, you bring back, you bring together all the best food and drink supplies for one massive picnic somewhere. Uh, well, yeah, we've got the food and drink festival coming up in September. And the agricultural show. And the agricultural show, so there's a good plug. I mean, I, my family and I, we, we're out pretty much every weekend and so we you, you could you could judge that we have a picnic every weekend because we always take food with yeah, us yeah. we're always out walking or climbing um uh, so so uh, and obviously we try and source as much local produce i mean know, i know who they all are so it's easy <laughs> for me but uh, um yeah so uh, th- that's what we do uh, and so i i'm taking part of it in a re- on a regular basis to be honest but uh, yeah there's some great stuff Sarah, a regular picnicker or not, or no time, or um, in the car? Not, not terribly often. <laughs> However, <laughs> I do feel like if we do manage to get out for a walk and a picnic it, on, a, on a weekend, it does feel like a huge achievement because I've actually managed to get everyone out of the house and we've got some food and we're going for a walk. And that in itself is quite a big achievement in our house, so I feel quite proud if we do that. <laughs> Muriel, what about you? You uh, you like to get out and you know get the rug uh, well, out. Well, uh, I've I've sort of changed my lifestyle because we had two children and my husband, and we had um, two shopping bags which were full of flasks and uh, containers, yeah, and so on. And I recently got rid of them, I must say, because they were catering for four. Um, but we're hoping we may do a picnic at the. Um, Centenary Gardens mm-hmm. in Onken. The Woodland Trust have planted a lot of trees up there, and uh, we're m- hoping to get Friends of the Earth and uh, Woodland Trust and people together to have Lovely. a picnic there. Sounds and, terrific. And I'll bring my flask and <laughs> box. And your own mug. <laughs> yes, <laughs> my own mug. <laughs> and Brisha, you said you're already out and about doing quite a few. Yes, yeah, that's it. I mean, obviously, we're trying to do a DEFA one, um, but I mean, there's just that many popping up around the island that. Um, I just think that yeah that that everyone else is kind of getting on with it and doing it and on in my personal life I mean I'm a little bit feral so I'm always out and about and you know you can usually find me on a beach somewhere and just munching on whatever I've brought with me so um yeah yeah I'm excited to uh, to see what everyone does uh, I tell you one thing that caught my eye as well um and they were talking about in the notes of the various groups that can get involved so you can have your own personal one family ones whatever themed ones businesses organizations schools charities and chess clubs. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't actually seen any chess clubs sign up yet, unfortunately. Um, but yes, I just thought I didn't want to miss anyone out. I didn't want to kind of, you know, <laughs> call to arms for chess yeah, clubs. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> if you're out there and you're in a chess club, <laughs> <laughs> you said uh, bridge players. You yeah, might get a you good know. response. There's well, this there is seems it. I mean, to be a lot of people who play bridge on the island. Why not so. play bridge at a picnic? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Lovely. Well, it's a great idea. Hopefully, we'll get some of the weather for it. If not. 
as we've suggested here, you can have your Manx picnic and that you go out and you can go into shelter. I had a lovely picnic one time, a barbecue breakfast just down here on Douglas Head and it was lamping down with the rain. It was, I have to say, when the old shelter was there. There used to be that old Victorian shelter. We all sat in there and had a, uh, had a picnic in there many years ago. So I'll, I'll put you on the spot then. You're going out for your picnic. What are you going to bring for your picnic? What are your favourite picnic foods? Those foods, you know, you know things like you usually can eat with your fingers and such mm -hmm. like isn't it so what's what's the best thing if you're going to need a picnic what's the food for you so for me it's anything the kids aren't going to steal <laughs> <laughs> so i need Vegetables, strong then. cheeses Blue cheese, yeah. <laughs> i need um yeah homemade scones actually they don't bother with those especially if you've got cheese in so there's no wow. icing on top <laughs> yeah. yeah literally that's for me anything savory that i think they'll go for other stuff and i can just enjoy it so yeah no i love a good homemade cheese scone that's probably my or even some manx bonnet actually they wouldn't bother with that either so. <laughs> what's in your basket adrian well um when i summit so i would do a lot of walking uh, and climbing and and so i always take a pie so when I get to the top, my reward is always a pie. So it would be a Morgan's pie mm -hmm. would be my... But another little tip would be to invest in a good coat. Mm -hmm. I think don't wait for the sun to come out. All, we all, uh, as a family, have all invested in decent coats. So we go out, whatever the weather. Don't let that put you off. Mm. Sarah, you'll have a good coat already, obviously. But uh, Yeah, you'd like to think, wouldn't you? <laughs> um, or we'd go for sausage rolls. Yeah, we yeah. make we are genuinely, um, genuinely we make our own sausage rolls. Oh, they're actually dead easy to make, so it's you know they're not a hassle. And I know everyone's going to eat them. I think personally for me, what I actually really like is when you go out camping. You have kippers. Mm. Love kippers when you're out camping. They're just gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and then just um, also for me, but usually for all the kids as well, is cake. And, but what's great about that is kids kids will make the cakes as well you know if you keep an eye on them use a bit of laxy flour it mm. makes brilliant cakes mm. um, yeah so cakes and sausage rolls would be the basic picnic sounds yeah. good to me anything to add to that mural cakes kippers uh, sausage rolls uh, well I'll keep it in the family because my nephew has got a nursery in Jerby where the sun always shines mm -hmm. and he grows strawberries oh. most delicious strawberries that actually smell like strawberries, strawberries. and taste like strawberries yeah. smell and of with a bit of Manx cream I mm. think that would be ideal beautiful yeah I, I was thinking about the Manx straws as I call them because they are just different aren't they they're so sweet and juicy but um, for me I'm going to say a good old fashioned homemade Manx potato salad oh. with red skin potatoes a bit of rosemary and I like to throw in some beetroot as well because I love beetroot especially mm. on the Isle of Man when it's grown here it's just beautiful I love a bit of beetroot and I'll, for what it's worth I'll, I'll stay simple and go back to my childhood and I do have a few hens so uh, a fresh hen laid egg from the back mm. garden nice boiled uh, egg boiled egg boiled egg <laughs> it has to have salt of course oh yes or yes. if i'm feeling really fancy truffle mayonnaise oh very harsh <laughs> <laughs> and we've got that manx sea salt now so you can sprinkle yeah sprinkle i haven't them tried in. that yet it's you know. delicious I'm they do one that. with rosemary as well i love the rosemary one i'm gonna try that scotch Terrific. eggs is the scotch ultimate eggs. portable oh, picnic yeah. i think yeah, isn't yeah. It? yeah. see it's all starting now scotch eggs as well we should organize a picnic between us here it's a shame we couldn't do it <laughs> Terrific fun. Whatever you're doing, go out and uh, all the information available via the website. Yeah, um, www.biosphere.im and we've got a whole page dedicated to the bee and at any point if you need any any direct guidance, um, please feel free to email biosphere at gov.im and yeah, we're happy to help with anything at all. 
celebrate your community, celebrate your environment, celebrate local food and sustainability. It's what it's all about, just making you think, but get out there and of course have fun, but you can have fun whilst thinking about these really worthy issues. And uh, I'm getting hungry now because we've been talking about strawberries <laughs> and sausage rolls or whatever, and hopefully the sun will come out and we'll get out and have a picnic. So whatever you're doing, have fun. Thank you very much. Lovely, thank you.